You're listening to a Frequency Podcast Network production. Welcome to Possibilities with me, Hina Khan. I've been a coach and psychotherapist for well over a decade. And after working with hundreds of clients, here's what I've come to know. The only thing holding us back from a larger, more expansive life is our mindset. I'm going to help you break through your mental barriers and unlock infinite possibilities. Hello, how are you, my friend? I am so happy you are here because I was just thinking about something the other day and I thought, oh my God, I have to share it with you. And if this story inspires you to share something with me, can you do me a favor? Hop on over to my Facebook group, Hina Success Circle, and share it there because that's where you and I can connect in real time. And as always, we will end this episode with a gratitude practice. Okay, here's what I wanted to share with you. A few years ago, I went to my very first Bikram yoga class. I went in thinking, this is just basically hot yoga. I've done hot yoga many times before, so I'm good. When I signed up at the desk, they asked me if I'd done Bikram before. And I said, no, but I've done hot yoga. Oh my gosh. Well, even when I think back to that, I think about how cocky I was. The teacher paused and gave me a look. And then she said, okay, put your mat at the back of the class because it's cooler there. And for today, your only work is to not leave the room. In my head, I'm like, okay, whatever. That's ridiculous. I've done this before. I got this. So I go into the change room, I put on my long tights and my t-shirt and make my way to the studio. I do choose a spot at the back, but that's only because the spots at the front were already taken. It is warmer than other studios, but really not too bad. And then the teacher comes in and we all stand up. Now from the beginning, I realize this is different. We start with the most bizarre breathing exercise I have ever done. It is clear that this isn't like any other yoga class I have ever done. The teacher is firm, loud. She is sharply clapping when we have to change postures. There is no soft voice or gentle music that I'm used to. And then, and then there is the heat. Oh, sweet Jesus. It is getting hotter and hotter. The air feels thick. I am sweating from places I did not know could produce sweat. I feel like my eyelashes are sweating. It was like Florida in July. I look around, and people in the studio, they're all shapes and sizes and ages. And I am the only one struggling. I do not understand this. This is not normal. And why? Why is time not moving? I glanced at the clock and noticed that it is only 15 minutes into the 90-minute class. And then, get this, the teacher announces the warm-up is done. Oh, my friggin' God. That was the warm-up. The warm-up. 
at some point, I don't know exactly when, I decide I can't take it. I slowly crouch down, lay on my mat, and move into the fetal position. And all I can think is, I want my mommy. What fresh hell is this? And how are people enjoying it? All I could hear in my head was the teacher when I was registering. Your only work is to not leave the room. Dang it. Now I understood why she said that. I wanted to leave. I wanted to bolt. During the class, someone did step out. When they did, and that door opened, a burst of cool air came into the studio. I was trying to capture it, almost licking the air with my tongue. Don't judge me. Seriously, don't. It was hot in there. I was in my friggin' long leggings and a t-shirt, clearly overdressed. The teacher comes to me. I'm hoping she's telling me I can leave. She doesn't. She tells me to lie on my back. I do that, and it feels like my face is burning. This is what it must feel like to be arm's length from the sun. And then, by the grace of God, it is over. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Everyone is rolling their mats with ease and smiling, smiling. They enjoyed that. And I'm on my mat looking at the door and thinking, how? How am I going to get from here to there? All the water has left my body. I have sweat out everything I have. I can't even roll up my mat. So what do I do? I start crawling to the door and dragging my mat with me. It's making a horrid, squeaking noise as it is sliding on the floor and I'm leaving a trail of sweat on my way. I make it to the change room, but now, now I have to get to the shower. It takes a while, but I manage to get myself together, and I leave. Here's what I've come to understand. They don't want you to leave the room, and they don't want you to do that for your benefit, so that you can build the mental muscle of staying Many of us have a habit of giving up too soon, of being the almost and bailing out when we really need to camp out. For me, in the studio, I would have bailed out by convincing myself that the room was too hot. I was feeling sick, so it was in my best interest to leave. We use logic to talk ourselves out of continuing and then finding evidence to justify it. It's like we're lawyers making a case for not sticking things out, and this gives us a pass. Now, let me be clear. I am not talking about sticking out situations that are unhealthy in any way. I'm talking about things like writing that book, finishing that course, getting that project off the ground, going into new territory. And when we are in this place, we can have a lot of resistance to forging ahead and sticking with it. So when it gets really hot and uncomfortable, we leave. In these moments, what I want you to do is mentally jump to the end and realize how great it would be to finish. Just imagine you're writing that book and you're sitting in front of your computer screen and you're feeling blocked. You're not feeling inspired and you start to think, maybe I shouldn't do this. There are enough books out there on this subject. No one really needs this book. 
I want you to close your computer, go for a walk. And on your walk, just imagine. Imagine that you've written your book and your first shipment has landed at your doorstep. And you open up the box that has your books in it and you're holding your book in your hand. You're holding it. It's done. Then I want you to imagine that you're at your very first book signing. You're getting sales each and every day for your book. Imagine that you're on the New York Times bestsellers list. Imagine that you're getting emails, notes from people saying how much your book has meant to them. That's what you need to focus on and build up. Put your desire ahead of the resistance. It will help you get through it. And one thing I've learned is the bigger the resistance, the bigger the opportunity. And by the way, I did go back and do another Bikram class. And I even came to enjoy those classes. Later on, though, a lot later on. Believe me, this took a while. But I am really grateful that I did not leave the room that day. All right, after a quick break, we're going to practice some gratitude. You know that's my favorite, so stick around. If you're able to, go ahead, grab a pen or piece of paper, or simply open up notes on your phone. But if you can't do that, no worries. Just stay with me here. Connect to your breath. Inhale. And exhale. And now I want you to think about times where you did not abandon a situation and you're so grateful you stuck it out. What are those things? Write them down if you can. Now here's the next part. What are the lessons that you learned from staying with those things?
I would love to know. So head on over to my Facebook group, Hina Success Circle, and share it with me in that group. I want to acknowledge you. And if you love this episode, can you do me a favor? Will you right now rate it or write a review? Because when you do that, it allows more people to know about this podcast. And I just feel like now more than ever, we need to help people be able to control their mind. I so, so, so appreciate it. Love you. Thank you. Thank you as always for showing up. And I will meet you here next time on Possibilities. This episode was produced by Stephanie Phillips and presented by Frequency Podcast Network.